Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Liftoff with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Sahar Pass. How are you doing, Sahar, and where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I am doing fabulous. I am in my office in Houston, Texas. Oh, wonderful. It's a pleasure having you here today. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure is mine. Sahar Pass is a communication strategist, author, and CEO of Own Your Voice strategy firm, which provides comprehensive branding services for clients ranging from upcoming social thought leaders to globally recognized healthcare innovators. Her mission is not only to ensure that individuals and organizations can accurately convey their messaging, but it also give people who have no voice or an underrepresented voice a platform to be heard. And I think your mission to find your voice, build your brand, own your future is remarkable and very inspiring. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today, Sarah. I'm so thankful that you've created this space so that leaders like myself can come and speak in such short, sweet sentiments. And, you know, leaders have very little time. So I'm grateful for you and the platform you've created. Excellent. Thank you. Shall we dive in? Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Well, I like to say that I work with conscious leaders that are aware of their own emotions, their voice, and what's happening in society. Now, the majority of my clients are Gen X leaders, uh, those that feel like they have enough experience, they have found their voice, now they're really ready to own it. And the goal of owning their voice through their personal brand for a lot of them is breaking through some bias and making sure that no one's filling in the blank about them, either because they are of an older generation or because they're a person of color. But usually, I'm building personal brands for conscious leaders that are ready to break the bias. So is that also the biggest challenge to really get over the threshold? I think it's ready to get over the threshold. I think it's ready to pivot. There are, and you know, there's the great resignation going on right now stateside. So it's people really understanding uh, and waking up to their power, their purpose, and what's their priorities. And so it's really about how do I take this experience and leverage it to what I really want versus maybe I was thinking in scarcity. Maybe I wasn't ready to take the leap. Maybe I really thought of personal branding as self-promotion rather than seeing it as a strategic move. So it's really about waking up to your own potential and knowing that it's not too late. Wonderful. So this is so important. And But what are common mistakes they make when trying to solve that problem? Common mistakes that are made are thinking, you know, I have to either be the same voice for everyone. And this comes across in two ways, right? So as a leader, especially if you're personal branding, you're thinking about your digital presence. So you're, there's this pressure sometimes that I need to be on every single platform and I need to sound the same and so on. So that's kind of one area of it. And that's become a challenge. And what I usually do is challenge my leaders to say, well, when you show up in person, what is it like to work with you? Because personal branding is your approach. It's not 
your CV or your resume or a reflection of that. And I said, what, what kind of emotional intelligent leader are you? And, and when I ask that, you know, most people don't really know. So I say, tune into how you shift your voice, depending on the situation and who you're speaking to. As an emotional intelligent leader, there are six archetypes that we can wave through. And it really depends on the project at hand. It depends if we are in, in a disaster type situation or not. And also what the employee or the colleague is needing from us. Are they needing a democratic vibe where all voices are heard? Are they feeling a little doubt and need some construction and need more of a coach for you to show up? So I really share that with my leaders and understanding how do you show up with people and let that translate into your brand and understand that every platform has its own vibe. So LinkedIn is professional. Facebook is happy hour. Instagram is behind the scenes on the weekend. Oh, I love what you just said. And it's also coming from, for me, if I understand you correctly, you know, there's the saying that, you know, you want people, you know, to remember you, how uh, they make you feel and not just what you have accomplished. Is that fair to say? Exactly. So if you and I get the, the same job and we, we have the same role and we show up to the desk, we're going to have a different approach. Your mind and my mind, it's not good or bad. We just have a different approach. So the way that we bring in our colleagues, the way we set infrastructure, the messaging that we use is what's different about adding us to your team. So that's what personal branding is, is how do you make people feel? How do you problem solve? How do you communicate with your colleagues and invite collaboration and innovation? Wonderful for, for the clarification. Thank you, Sarah. So before I ask Sarah, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Sarah, what is one valuable free um, action that uh, our audience can implement that will help with that issue? Ask for feedback. Super simple. And you know Wonderful. what, leaders, leaders don't always do that with their, you know, we have our annual reviews or maybe these pointed times, but don't make it that way. I see a lot of leaders um, watch their people leave or watch their motivation decrease. And I'm, and I'm saying, well, have you talked to them about it? Have you asked for feedback? Have you asked them what's going on? And so ask for feedback. This raises your own emotional intelligence because you have this intention, you carry it out. But how it lands and the impact that it makes is not always clear cut, especially with humans, especially with humans after the last two years that we've had, right? So there's a lot of people that are experiencing burnout. There's a lot of people that are aware of being people of color and humans of color and, and also LGBTQ. So we want to be supportive and inclusive. And that means asking for feedback, understanding how we have to show up for the different people that we work with. Wonderful. Plain and simple. Ask for feedback, right? <laughs> so what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that issue or maybe also in a broader sense? Absolutely. So what I'm going to include is all about your personal branding. So it's really about if you're setting it up, what is your goal? What is your voice? How to message yourself across the platform? So this is a free deck. And the beauty of this is when you go through it and why I love personal branding. And, and earlier in my career, I had published a book called Find Your Voice. And it was a lot around emotional intelligence and working one-on-one -on -one a, a lot with women personally and professional lives. And that's really translated into this personal branding. And what I've noticed and why I share that is because the act of personal branding, woman or man, whoever you are, humans out there, it really asks you, what's my vision? What are my values? How do I voice that? 
and also how personal is your personal brand? And so we t- I'm going to share that deck. Um, it's downloadable and it's going to give you so much to think about as well as actionables. And so that's free for your audience. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Of course, we will put the link in the show description so folks can check it out. Thank you again. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? The importance of emotional intelligence and adaptability, aka the adaptability quotient. Kind of a new thing going around, but the truth of it is, you know, we all adapted during the pandemic, whether we wanted to or not. Organizations did, humans did, we all did. So what did you learn about yourself, about your organization, about your team during that time? How did you handle that? Did people shut down? Did people rise? And it's really understanding the adaptability within yourself, your team, and even the infrastructures and the softwares of your organization because change is coming. And we want to grow. Yeah, it's already here, right? Yeah. And it's all (laughs) the changes and it continues, you know, evolving is a part of being and a part of business growth. So um, really tapping into how adaptable you are. And the best way to do that is to reflect on the last year and a half and understand uh, what your process was in adapting, whether it was acclimating to a Zoom life, trying to get team buy-in in a virtual world and so on. So there's a lot of different things that apply to the person and the professional out there and, and reflecting on their adaptability. Excellent. So while we're already on that emotional um, level, um, this brings me to my final question for you today, Sahar. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Well, a couple of weeks ago, um, I had a few family members visiting and haven't seen each other in, in a very long time. And I think, you know, um, there is an opportunity for some deeper conversations and being refugees of war and coming um, to the States all at different ages and stages in our lives. It really affected our voice, our values, um, kind of who we are culturally. So there's some parts of, you know, the elders in my family that are very deep rooted in the Persian. And we have folks like me, Gen X, that have a little bit of both in this American life and cultures that I grew up with. And then the younger ones that really identify with more of the American culture and understanding how to bring that all to the table so that we can all connect because uh, through the pandemic, we realized how important that was. And, and to actually show up and have that conversation without blame, just to listen and be curious and understand each person's perspective, goosebumps, changed our relationship and the conversations within uh, uh, our family. And uh, I'm so grateful for that experience. It's, a, it's about bridging generations and uh, we should have this more often, I feel. Won't you agree? Bridging generations and bridging cultures, even though... Yeah, exactly. You know, we just really, I really saw that in that conversation, but it is. And all of that is about empathy. So understand your perspective. Don't take it personally. No assumptions. And let's go create some magic. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. Thank you, Saha, for this wonderful goosebumps moment. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. Appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for making time, space, and all the hard work you do behind the scenes. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.